Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 group any disease have i with srn news i'm rich thomason in washington there is yet another upbeat report on the u.s economy consumer spending surged nine tenths of a percent last month the biggest gain in almost a decade comes as inflation remains well in check. The Commerce Department says the March gain was the biggest monthly increase since August 2009. That's a marked improvement after three months of lackluster readings in this key segment of the economy. Consumer spending accounts for 70% of economic activity. Incomes grew 0.1% in March, while inflation rose just 0.2%. Overall, inflation has increased only 1.5% over the past 12 months, far below the Federal Reserve's 2% target for inflation. That's correspondent Jeremy House. And on Wall Street this morning, stocks are mixed so far. Right now, the Dow is down 10 points. Well, the S&P is two and a quarter points higher. The Nasdaq up one point. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. You've got 24-7 access to Wellness 1570, both with our content by listening and also podcasts and more at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Listen anytime, anywhere with our mobile app, downloadable for your mobile device. Also on TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Like It Matters Radio is coming up next. Your forecast here from the Eagle Wellness Studios today. We'll see partly cloudy skies and a pretty nice 62. Budget meetings, young adult ministry meetings, mission and outreach meetings, what carpet should we buy for the office meetings? Twin Cities Pastors, you're invited to the 11th Annual Pastors Appreciation Lunch on Friday, May 17th. This luncheon is a remedy for too many meetings fever and is a healthy break from your overloaded schedule. Plus, it's free thanks to support from the Kingdom Builders. Reserve your seats for this time of fellowship and encouragement at am980themission.com. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Have you experienced anxiety, fear, shame, and embarrassment from owing back taxes? Hi, I'm Kathy Hill, founder of Tax Tiger. If you happen to have unpaid or unfiled taxes, I'm here to offer you some hope. Tax Tiger can protect you from the IRS, release wage and bank levies, and negotiate awesome settlements. Above all, Tax Tiger is a company which operates based on Christian principles. If you have an IRS problem, call us today at 612-888-9522 for a free consultation. You can trust Tax Tiger to provide an honest evaluation of your situation. If we can save you money, we'll explain how and answer all of your questions so you'll know exactly where you stand. Call Tax Tiger today at 612-888-9522. You could be closer to financial freedom than you think and you need a tiger on your side. That number again is 612-888-9522. 
1-800-227-9522 or visit us online at TaxTiger.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Randy from Arby's here. You know, we give your computer problems the boot, but did you know we service business office computers and servers at your location? Arby's can also set up business networks and firewalls to protect your equipment at your business. We'll even move data and accounts for you. We'll focus on the technology so you can concentrate on your business. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about frames. You know, the frame we put around something gives it meaning. And the greatest frame that we have is our worldview. You know, we all have a bunch of BS belief systems. That's what BS is, belief systems. And everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. And yet most people don't know what they believe. Most people are unstable in their beliefs. Most people have a lot of their beliefs imprinted, adopted, uh, almost kind of attached to them without being known. Uh, And because we are pretty weak creatures, because most human beings have a need to be liked, because most people want to fit in and they're willing to, to think differently, to act differently, to be differently, just to belong. Uh, and so people get confused. And so that's why I thought today we would talk about uh, frames. You know, First of all, we got to understand the concept of frames. Uh, and then we want to take a look at the ultimate frame, which is someone's worldview. And how do you tell someone's worldview? Why does that matter? Because what's lacking in today's world is understanding. What's lacking in today's world is people getting off their own point of view and stepping into another person's map of reality. There's no understanding. There's no empathy anymore. I'm right and you're wrong. Uh, You either believe like I believe or you deserve to be damned to hell. Uh, If you're not for me, that you're against me. If you don't believe exactly what I believe, then you have no right to exist. Now, I want to ask you, those you have small kids, is that how you raise your kids? Do you raise your kids with those same concepts? That if someone doesn't agree with your child, then they should ban that child from their presence? Uh, if someone thinks a little bit different than that child, should that person, uh, should that child of yours beat up the other child? Uh, if that other child is wearing a, a hat that says, make America great again, is it okay for your kid to bully that kid or beat that kid up? So you wouldn't raise your kids that way, and yet many people are raising their uh, lives that way. So what's the solution? The solution is to get out of our own map of reality, is to be willing to step into another person's map of reality. So today we're going to talk about rapport. We're going to talk about framing and reframing. Because, you know, there's a lot of people complaining out there. I don't do Twitter. I don't do actually a lot of social media outside of my work. But I do work with people. Uh, And because I work with people, and I know that social media has such a great impact on people, I am aware of it. I have a working knowledge of it. Uh, I use it at work to a certain degree. But I want you to get this and get this clearly. Nobody responds to reality. Now, some of you probably heard me say, uh, I just said that there is no reality. Well, I can't believe black saying there is no reality. I didn't say it at all. You have eyes to hear, but the Bible says do not hear. You have eyes to see, I mean ears to hear, but you do not hear. You have eyes to see, but do not see. What I said is nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. Our map of reality is the core set of beliefs. It is our frame. It's a huge frame because we see things through our beliefs. We do things through our beliefs. We don't do things through our beliefs. Remember what I said a few minutes ago? Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. And see, the study of transactional analysis teaches us that there's a stimulus and there's a response. A stimulus and a response. 
Matter of fact, those two things together create what's called a transaction uh, in transactional analysis. Transactional analysis is Dr. Eric Burns' uh, simplified way of taking the complex world of psychology and putting it into layman's terms. And he shows us that there's a stimulus. Someone says something, does something, something happens. And then there's a response. Then we respond or situation responds. And that is called a transaction. That is the study of communication. Now, here's the key. The stimulus might encourage the response. But the stimulus does not dictate the response. This is where you got to get what happens is the mind is six times faster than we can talk. So someone says something or does something, and then we automatically go to our three modalities, our three channels, right? It's how we all learn. We do it visually by seeing, we do it auditorily by hearing, or we do it kinesthetically through experience and or emotion. And so because the mind is six times faster than we talk, someone stimulates us, they say something, do something, or a situation happens, and then we automatically, we go to our three channels, our three modalities. And usually it's from the past. It's from the past. The Bible says the do- a dog returns to its vomit and a pig, after cleaning herself, or sow, I should say, a sow after cleaning herself, returns to the mire. Uh, I think it's Second Peter 2.22. In other words, we go to what we know. I've learned this in times of despair. We go to what we know. That's why I love the, the old adage. Uh, I think it's a proverb. Uh, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. You tell who you got when you remove the comforts of life. You tell who you got when you back someone against a corner. You tell who you got when you have a wounded bear. You will see what they're made of. And that's one of the things I love about what I do in my training at likeitmatters.net. I create an environment, an intense environment, a fiery furnace where people get squeezed. And when life squeezes you, the only thing that can come out of you is what's in you. That's it. But I hear a lot of times people say, well, you made me angry or you made me bitter or you made me shut down. I didn't make you anything. At some point, we got to accept responsibility for our own choices. At some point, we got to quit giving away control of our life and our world by telling other people, they made me do this. The only thing you're technically made to do is you're made to die and you're made to pay taxes. (laughs) That's about it. Everything else falls into like the option category. But it's it's it, Bible's very clear that man is uh, to die once and then to be judged. Some people choose to die a second death, the second death, which none of us have to do. But some people choose to by not accepting uh, the grace that was given by God himself through his son, Jesus Christ. And so you got to get this. Nobody responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. Perfect example is my training. My training is the toughest training most people ever go through. And I get uh, housewives and construction workers sitting next to CEOs of Fortune 100 companies, sitting next to world-class athletes, sitting next to military heroes. Uh, We got business people sitting next to retired people. We got business people sitting next to uh, people who are uh, house CEOs, whether it be a house husband or a housewife. Uh, We got business people, professionals sitting next to college students or retired people. And yet all will tell you it's the most powerful thing they've ever done in their life. It was life-changing. And what I do is I, I'm intense. Uh, we have two days to change lives, and it's technically impossible. And so I'm doing the same thing to everybody. I'm getting them out of their comfort zone. I'm squeezing them. Uh, I, I'm wanting them to, to see how they respond. Remember um, uh, TNT, the, uh, the cable network, used to have a, uh, a, a motto. It's, it's all about the drama. TNT. It's all about the drama. And that's what I do in my class. I press people's play button because it's all about the drama. And when people get squeezed in life, you can tell what they're made of because we're creatures of habit. And so in my class, I'm doing everything, the same thing to everybody. I'm intense. I'm challenging people. I'm making them uncomfortable. That's the design of the class. Some people in that environment embrace it. They eat it up. They thank you, sir. May I have another? Oh, man, Mr. Black's incredible. Other people think I'm the devil himself. They think I'm El Diablo. 
Other people, maybe they have abuse in their past, and so now I'm just another person abusing them. Other people, maybe they've had a, an abusive father or a boyfriend or a girlfriend who beat up on them or, or a bully in high school. And so when I get intense, all of a sudden I'm like a big projection screen. And now they are reminded. And now they take what I'm doing as attacking them. They take what I'm doing uh, as degrading them. They take what I'm doing uh, as an affront. And yet people sitting right next to him going through the same thing, seeing the same thing, hearing the same thing, experiencing the same Mr. Black in the same moment, are awed by it, are impressed by it, are excited about it. What's the difference? If I'm doing the same thing to everybody, why the different reaction? Because ladies and gentlemen, no one responds to reality. We respond to our personal map reality. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who's served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about frames. And we're talking about the ultimate frame, which is our worldview. You know, frame uh, is the, the meaning that we put around something. Let, matter of fact, let me actually give you the NLP definition of frame. Frame, the way in which a thing is put together. An established order to shape, to form. Controlled focus and discussion. You know, it, it, it's the frame we put around something gives it meaning, gives it purpose. And what we got to understand that two people can be looking at the same exact thing. But the reason there's the difference is because of the frame we put around it. 
the frames that we put around things give meaning. Let me give you an example. I used to collect art when I used to make money. I used to love to collect art, uh, Neiman Marcuses, a lot of different things, eagles, and a lot of uh, a lot of different uh, um, artists. Uh, and one thing I would love to do is when I got a brand new picture, it would usually come in a frame and a matting. I would immediately take it to a um, a dealer, uh, a frame store, and have them reframe it, put a different matting on it, put a different frame on it. And I was amazed at 90% of the time when I got that piece of art back, it looked differently. It looked different. Why? Because when you change the frame and or you change the matting, which is, again, a, an inner frame, then you change what the eye notices. Those paintings, those portraits weren't different. They were the same exact paintings that I dropped off. But what the framer did is they put a different frame around it. They put a different matting around it. And because the mat was different, because the frame was different, my perception of what I noticed changed. Same picture, but I saw things differently. You got to understand that. That is very similar to our map reality. So again, a frame is the way in which a thing is put together and establish order to shape, to form, controlled focus and discussion. Frames give meanings to words. It changes our internal representation. The meaning of any experience in life, listen to this, depends upon the frame we put around it. Nothing in the world has any meaning except the meaning we give it. How we feel about something and what we do in the world are dependent upon our perception of it. If we perceive something as a liability, that's the message we deliver to our brain. Then the brain produces states that make it the reality. If we change our point of view by looking at the situation as an opportunity, we change the way we respond to situations in life. I'll never forget, uh, maybe six months ago, eight months ago, you can Google it and find it. There was this hip-hop artist that was doing a concert, uh, and he was a uh, uh, brown skin. He was a person of color. Uh, and uh, he has a song, uh, and in this song, again, uh, it stuns me, but the word N, the N-word, a terrible word that no one's supposed to use, but people of color seem to throw it around all the time, uh, but it's so offensive to them. So there's a song with the N-word in it like 20 times. I mean, it's a song. He's in there in front of 20,000 people starting this song, singing these terrible words, uh, but it's cool because he's black. He can say those terrible words, and then what he does is he gets a fan on stage, a white woman, and hands her the mic. Now, they're playing a song. He's been singing the song. The N-word's all throughout it. He's singing it and lying and happy, and everybody's cheering on, and this, and this, and this. And so here's the white woman that he gets out of the crowd, puts her on stage, hands her the mic, music's playing, so that she can continue singing the song. And you know what he did in front of those tens of thousands of people? He mocked her. He ridiculed her. How dare you use that word? How dare you do this? Google it. This was six months ago, nine months ago, a year ago maybe. Not even that long ago. I'm terrible at time. Wow. Here's a famous song. I'm not famous in my world, but whoever listens to this guy's music, it has the, it's the lyrics are written. The lyrics are written. He's singing them. Everybody's cheering him on. All these people, white, brown, black, all cheering him on for saying these words. And then he calls up a white woman who likes her, his music, who knows this song, and singing it on stage just like he was 30 seconds earlier. And she is mocked, ridiculed, attacked, belittled, put down. I know. That's the world we live in. And some of you are absolutely okay with that. Stunning. The hypocrisy in our world is just mind-boggling. And half the people out there are okay with it. Why? Because of the frame. Don't you get it? This is the whole point of today's show. It's the frame. Nothing in the world has any meaning except the meaning we put around it. See, the frame through which we focus our attention directs our conversation and keeps us, quote, on course. And I'm talking about our internal conversation. Remember, thinking is nothing more than talking to yourself. That's all thinking is. And so I'm talking about our internal conversations. See, the frame through which we see things helps to create our thoughts and feelings, our, quote, perceptions about the experience. Think about this. Um, let's say two people are looking at a picture. 
let's say it's a red car, a red convertible, a red convertible Corvette or Lamborghini, a car of power. And so they're both, these two people are looking at this same picture, the same vehicle. The frame that they are using affects what they're seeing. If one person just lost a loved one in a car accident uh, to someone racing or something like that, and the other is a 16-year-old kid whose greatest dream is to have his own car and looks at that car and sees a chick magnet, sees freedom, sees a lot of things I probably can't say on the radio because we got kids listening. So even though they are looking at the same exact thing, their perception of what they are seeing is much different, right? What's it based upon? Based upon their map of reality. The first person could see pain, death, and an accident waiting to happen. The second person sees freedom, a sense of purpose, an opportunity. So who's right? See, what if we change the frame from which they're viewing the situation? That is the whole problem with the political discourse in this country. Right? There are some of us that supported the guy in the White House because we didn't like the woman he was running against. Never have. And so we we supported him. Now, a lot of us don't like his twit, tweeters, his tweets, whatever they're called. Uh, I wish he was had a thicker skin. There's a lot of things I don't care about that man. He's not my savior. Uh, you know, I got one, Jesus Christ. Uh, and, and I'm not an apologist for him. There's some things that he says and does that I can't apologize for. Uh, there's no excuse. By the way, I could say the same thing about Barack Obama. I could say the same thing about George W. Bush. I could say the same thing about George H. W. Bush. I could say the same thing about uh, uh, Jimmy Carter. Not sure if I could say the same thing about Ronald Reagan. I hadn't thought about it, but not sure. And what we have a tendency to do is put our map of reality on other people. And that's what we impugn people's motives. See, that's what the good book tells us to not to judge other people. What the Bible's talk about is not to uh, pretend that you know someone's motives. You don't know someone's heart. No one knows someone's heart except themselves and except God. That's it. But a lot of times we want to put motives onto people, you know? It's like I remember I was reading, uh, um, uh, who was it, Doug Jones, uh, the, the senator from uh, Alabama. Uh, when um, uh, Joe Biden announced he was running for president. Uh, I mean, Jones said he's one of his best friends and said, you know, I know Joe Biden. And Joe Biden would never uh, do anything sexually harassing anybody. I mean, I know him. He's just a good guy. He was just out there loving on people. He's just doing this, just doing that. Don't you hear what Doug Jones is saying? Doug Jones is saying, listen, I know his intent. I know his motives. I know what's going on in his heart. That is the map of reality. That's what we're talking about here. Once you understand that. We put people's motives on to other people. We put our motives onto other people. You got to get that. You got to understand that. It's like I was saying this thing, Pete Buttigieg, I don't know how to say his name. God doesn't have a political party. He's talking about how, you know, it can be challenging to be a person of faith who's also part of the LGBTQ community. And yet, to me, the core of faith is regard for one another. And part of God's love is experienced, according to my faith tradition, is in the way that we support one another and in particular support the least among us. He goes, quote, frankly, it couldn't be more radically different than what I see certainly in this White House, where there's a lot of chest thumping and self-aggrandizing, not to mention abusive behavior, but also political agenda that seems to be always involved around the idea that somehow it's too easy for poor people in this country. Now, that's so stunning. I don't hear that at all. It, it, he goes, it's just so different from what I get when I read scripture. No, but when I read scripture, it says a man shall not lay with another man like he lays with a woman. And I read scripture that says, Jesus said, I did not come to negate any of the law. I came to fulfill it. That not one dot, not one iota, not one tittle will vanish from the word of God. God doesn't change. I know the Bible says thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt have no God before. So I read scriptures and this is what I read. And, and also I read what he says as well because it's in there. But don't you see? But yet, some of us want to take part of Scripture, uh, but leave the rest. I saw a pastor do that one time. He took the Word of God. He took the Bible, 
And he got up in front of everybody and started ripping out pages. And people were like aghast, like, what are you doing? And and the guy's going, why? We do that every day. Oh, I don't like that, so I'm not going to do it. Don't like that. There's a lot of things in the Bible I don't like. There's a lot of people, things in the Bible I wish I could rewrite. But again, my frame, my worldview is that the Bible is the word of God. And we were created for God's glory, for God's purpose, period. See, that is my ultimate frame of reference. That's why I say the ultimate frame is your worldview. And today on Like It Matters, we're going to talk about that. Because when you change someone's belief system, you change their life. And I've been in a life-changing business for 27 years. Uh, And I want you to know the frame. And why do I talk about this? Because if we're going to ever connect with people, if we're ever going to build some harmony, then we've got to get out of our own map of reality and step into other people's map of reality. We've got to understand their worldview if we're ever going to connect with them. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. For 30 years, the healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? And what changes are needed? What does this mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Or can you change the system to keep your doctor in practice? These and a host of other questions will be addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, and his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Wellness 1570, Saturday afternoons at 2. Dr. Trobiani brings his 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry and offering solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Wellness 1570, and listen to Dr. Trobiani's insights into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. Saturdays at 2 on Wellness 1570. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work, one-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today, as usual, we're going deep. We're talking about the ultimate frame. You know, the frame we put around something gives it meaning. If you truly want to understand someone, you've got to get out of your map of reality and step into another person's map of reality. That's what's missing today. We're out there so busy telling other people we don't listen to each other. We're so busy, ready to retort, respond, rebut, uh, that we're disrespecting people. We don't truly listen to them. We don't truly understand. The old saying by Dr. Covey of, uh, uh, you know, uh, seek first to understand and then be understood. What's happening? That's one of the seven habits of highly effective people. I believe 
if I can learn better understand you and you can better understand me, doesn't it make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship? You know, Einstein said that the definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Let's be honest, it's not getting better. And that's why I do this radio show so we can impact change. You got to give me an hour a day. Give me 48 minutes, 48 minutes a day from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Of course, there's commercial breaks in there. To work on the one person that you could change, and that's you. To work on the one thing that affects change in life long term, and that is your thinking. Your unconscious mind, the patterns of thought. We have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And most of them are repetition and most of them are unconscious. And everything we view in the world, everything we hear, we filter it through something called our frames, our map of reality. Remember, a frame is the way in which a thing is put together and established order to form a controlled focus. Frames give meanings to words. It changes our internal representation. That's why this political process, I tell people, you got to turn off CNN. you got to turn off MSNBC because the frame that they put around everything is hatred, is hating the man in the White House, is hating the people who don't look like you. If people don't look like you, they hate you. And if there's not a D after the name, if there's an R, then they're going to destroy you. They're racist. They're bigoted. They're homophobic. Those are such lies. And yet that's the frame we put around something. I was watching the news, uh, and no kidding, uh, Elizabeth Warren says doctors, nurses don't treat black women the same way as other women. I'm not kidding you. This is it. Let's pit all races against each other. Let's pit men and women against each other. Let's pit pro-Trump against burn the house down Trump. Uh, This is what our political process is. You know why? Because look at the study. It was done at University of Michigan about 15 years ago. It's done all over. That angry people vote. So we have an entire political process uh, that's going to make you get angry, that think that the other side wants to hate you, wants to destroy you, wants to throw you in a plantation, that wants to throw you in the back alley with clothes hangers doing weird things. Uh, and so if they can lie to you, if they can get you you know, drummed up to have a hatred and bitterness, Right, Democratic presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren suggested that doctors and nurses don't treat African-American women the same way they do white women. Women appeared on Wednesday together with a number of other 2020 uh, Warren appeared Wednesday with a number of other 2020 Democratic candidates. And she says on a stage she has a plan to decrease childbirth mortality rate among black women while identifying a systematic problem with how they're treated. They are racist. The doctors and the nurses are racist. No matter what their skin color is, the black ones are racist. The Hispanic ones are racist. I have a lot of Indian friends who are, who are doctors. So I guess they're racist. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And so now the frame that they see everything against is I'm a victim. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. You know, I do a lot of uh, changing lives, and uh, I came across this. People send me letters all the time. This was from uh, August 7th of 2009 from Miss Waters. Sorry it's taken me so long to respond, Mr. Black. How am I? The first day back to reality, I got knocked down pretty hard. I picked myself up, dusted myself off, and I kept moving forward. The class was an amazing eye-opener for me. I realized how much I put up with all of my life up until now. Thank you for giving me the tools to let deep horror go. You are so right. People don't listen. Most of the time, they don't see you either. A few months ago, I thought I'd given up on life. I even voiced it out loud. I want to die. Something inside me was fighting for me. It was me. It was me just wanting love. Mirrors are such a hard object to look into. I saw a woman I did not recognize when I was by myself. Always smiling, laughing, having a great time, giving to anyone that needed anything. Ask anyone, they will tell you, I am the greatest person. But I was miserable inside, up until now. I used to take Valium for panic attacks, and I haven't taken any since the Wednesday before my class. I wanted to leave that place. Hotels always make me sick. That recycled smoke smell always brought back horrible feelings deep in my gut. But I stayed. My car was right out front, and I just had uh, to get in it. I ran long enough. I couldn't run anymore. All my life I've been running, and I knew it. Damaged goods, I had always told myself. I always kept my pain to myself, although I was hurting those around me by not letting it go. But now I'm a new person. See her frame change and what she saw when she saw herself. This is from 85, uh, 85 of 09. 
I just wanted to shoot you a quick email to let you know how grateful I am for the past week in Ankeny, Iowa. When Jordan told me about this class, I was very in the dark and did not know what to expect. After talking with you prior to signing up, I was very excited. I cannot tell you just how much this has already changed my life. Everyone continues to ask me if I'm all right and that I seem different. And I cannot help but tell them I am never, I've never been better. And yes, I am different. I'm getting some very confused faces when I want to explain to them that I see the world in a completely different way. Don't you hear it? I see the world in a completely different way. That's what I'm talking about, a different frame on it. Matter of fact, this guy is Mr. Sturgis. Went through my class uh, 10 years ago. Uh, in a two-page letter he sent me, he said, Mr. Black, I can only tell you thank you. For it is not so much my words, but my actions that will prove my commitment. I thank you for helping me open my eyes and awaken the passion that I have long held on to. I most importantly want to convey my gratitude for what you have done for me in my faith. I have grown so much closer to God. I pray all day, not to question things, but just to praise him. Thank him for you, Mr. Black, and for your staff. I ask him to bless these wonderful people. And listen to this. He says, I have been with my girlfriend, Mallory, for seven years. This was uh, August of 2009. We have talked about getting married off and on for a long time, but I've repeatedly told her that I'm not ready, that I do not know what I'm waiting for, but there is something. Uh, there's something. I bought the ring last February and it has been sitting waiting, and so has she. She has no idea that I have it, Mr. Black. I truly feel that this is what I've been waiting for. That something that has been keeping back from so many things has finally shown me. I know that you ask me not to make any life-changing decisions, so I will wait 30 days, and then I'll ask Mallory to marry me. Now, let me fast forward because I know this guy. I just stumbled on this yesterday. I didn't realize it was him. He married Mallory. They just had their second baby. They own a gym. Uh, I think it's in Ankeny, Iowa. His life's forever changed. He's walking with God. What changed? was his frame. What changed was his map of reality. And we live in a time today that you're not allowed to share your beliefs. Unless you're a Muslim, you're not allowed to talk about God. If you have an R after your name, you're not allowed to talk about anything. There are now as many Americans who claim no religion as there are evangelicals and Catholics. Saturday, April 13, 2019 from CNN. For the first time, no religion has topped a survey of Americans' religious identity, according to a new analysis by political scientists. The non-religious edged out Catholics and evangelical in a long-running survey. Catholics came in at 23%, evangelicals 22.5%, and 23.1% now claim no religion. I mean, the frame, this country was founded on uh, our Judeo-Christian ethics, I mean, the Bill of Rights, uh, talk about our inalienable rights, the Constitution, inalienable rights come from God. The Bill of Rights are all those things that the government cannot do. Think about it. That's what the Bill of Rights is. All the things that government cannot do, cannot touch you. And yet we have one of the parties that basically booed God last time. One of the parties that basically doesn't care what God says about this or says about that, that they're better. How about this one? Millennials are often labeled lazy, but the truth is they are redefining success amid uncertainty. This was from Christian Kurtz, Senior Vice President of Global Consumer Insights, GCI. He says, quote, and this was from a week ago, Millennials are, quote, different, definitely not spoiled because they're dealing with a whole lot of stuff. It's not that they're not buying houses because they don't want a house. They're not buying houses because it's expensive and they have no money. They've not been dealt a good debt, Kurtz explains. Really, what we're seeing with millennials is that they are prospering in the face of adversity. And to help audiences understand what defines demographic groups, including baby boomers, Gen Zers, and millennials, the GCI team created a series of videos based on research titled Generations. These in-depth studies help our company and our partners to better understand how people see the world. This is, quote, how People see the world. That's worldview. That's what I'm saying. Nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. It even goes on to say the first videos talk about millennials who were born between 1981 and 1996 and were shaped by global events such as 9-11 and the economic crisis, choices not their own, 
as a result, they're skeptical, skeptical and unconventional. Don't you hear? That is their map of reality. That is their worldview. And you got to understand that just because we have a frame around something does not mean that we cannot reframe it. That's what you got to get because reframing is one of the most powerful tools a leader has. One of the keys to life is to consistently be reframing your experience in a way that allows you to be more resourceful for yourself and for other people. See, we can't control the wind, but we can adjust ourselves. We can't control what cards we are dealt, but we can control how we play those cards. We can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we explain it to ourselves. That's why Dr. Victor Frankl says between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power, is your freedom. And so after the break, I'm going to give you back your power. I'm going to show you how to express this freedom in a way that allows you to be more resourceful for yourself and for other people as you live your life like a battle. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. Did you ever think that your data may be the most valuable thing in your business? What would happen if you lost your data? Arby's provides backup solutions both on-site and in the cloud to protect your data. We can even set something up so you can keep working while we fix the failed computer. Arby's can protect your data and keep you running. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about the ultimate frame. Frames give meanings to things, and it really doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is the frame we put around it. 
doesn't matter what happens to us. It matters how we store it, how we codify it in our mind, our unconscious and conscious mind. And that's why you need to listen to this radio show. Just give me an hour to work on your mind, to work on your thinking. We've lost the ability to be critical thinkers in this country. We've become drones where we're told what to think, we're told what to say, we're told what not to think, what not to say, what not to wear. Come on, people. At some point, we need to wake up from this little matrix, little numbing sleep that we're in and be aware of what's going on. We're being played, player. So that's why you need to listen to an hour of this radio show to get control of your mind, get the power back. Remember, Viktor Frankl, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It's your freedom. Let me give you back your power. That's what we do. Give you control. The one thing you have absolute control over is your heart, your mind, your life, your thinking, your doing. And so if you miss any of this radio show, make sure you go to likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this and many other archive messages. Or you can go to iHeartRadio twice a day, uh, Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m., a replay at 5 to 6 p.m. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio. Just search Wellness Radio 1570. Wellness Radio 1570. That's our connection in Minneapolis. We're in Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, every Monday through Friday, a.m. 1570. Replayed at 5 to 6 p.m. Uh, originally played 9 to 10 a.m. Uh, you can live stream with them on TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. And we are in St. Louis, Missouri on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience, every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. And with proper support of you guys out there, proper sponsors, with maybe some angel investors, some people helping us change this world one heart, body, and soul at a time, uh, man, we'd love to be in Chicago. Uh, because we're being called to Chicago to change the inner city there, uh, and we should be on the air in Dallas, Fort Worth. So again, we need some support. Email me at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. We're talking about how do we move forward. We need to start connecting with people, and the term is called rapport. We're so disconnected. We're so hateful and bitter. And if someone votes different, you you disown them. If someone thinks different, you attack them. If someone looks different, right? We're not supposed to be treating people that way. Uh, Black people hating white people and white people not sure if they're allowed to show up anywhere where there's not other white people. There are college campuses around the school where there are for colored people only. I mean, colored people only. No whites allowed. Huh. That's I remember six years ago, there were things that said no blacks allowed. And that was so wrong. Whites only. So wrong. And why, if you change the color, is it wrong in one situation, but right in another situation? We got to get our thinking right, man. We got to be critical thinkers. We got to start thinking for ourselves and quit being drones, right? Rapport is a state of harmonious understanding with another individual or group that enables greater and easier communication. Who's against that? Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could all communicate? Can't we all just get along, right? In other words, rapport is getting along with another person or a group of people by having things in common. Ladies and gentlemen, we have more in common than we do differently. You can take the 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 darkest skin, tallest, biggest black person, take me, a short, fat, white guy, and you know how much of our DNA is the same? 99.9%. You know what's also the same? I want to love and be loved just like every other human being out there. I want to know that my kids are, are safe just like every other human being out there. I want to know I have value, that I matter just like every other human being. I want to love and be loved. I have dreams and desires. I have fear just like every other human being out there. We are far more similar than we are different. And so there are three things that we can do to connect with people. Three things. First of all, we've got to establish rapport. Rapport is meeting someone in their map of reality. Rapport is about uh, connection. Sometimes rapport happens naturally. You know, you hit it off with someone, you get on well with somebody without even making effort. But that's unconscious. However, rapport can be built, consciously built, by finding common ground, by developing a bond and being empathic. That's the key. Rapport is important in both our professional and personal lives. Think about this. Employees are more likely to employ somebody who they believe will get along well with their current staff. Personal relationships are easier to make and develop when there's a closer connection. See, the first task in successful interpersonal relationships is to attempt to build rapport to meeting someone in their map of reality. What we got to do is what we do call matching and modeling, pacing and leading. That's the key. 
You know, Dr. Uh, um, what is it, um, Marubian, I think it's Albert Marubian, talked about, you know, communication is basically broken down into three pieces, body language, voice, and words. And he says in an agreement-gaining presentation that words are only 7% of that communication. Our voice qualities, tonalities are 38%, and the body language, people that think can, people that things can notice, are 53%. Matching, the term matching means duplicating the behavior of someone else, but not mimicking them. Mirroring means matching the rhythm of a person's movement with a similar, not necessarily identical. And then pace and lead. We use these matching and mirroring to establish rapport, to connect with people. Very important. And what this allows is for an open communication. I mean, I trained to all walks of life, all income levels, all religion, all skin colors, all nationalities, and I'm able to connect with every single person, black, white, yellow, uh, blue. It doesn't matter, Hungarian or Japanese or Chinese or Russian. See, body language, we want to be similar. This is why it works. Nobody can read someone else's mind. But what we do is our, our internal experience, our map of reality, our thinking, is expressed through our external output. And so unconsciously what people do is when my external output matches your external output, we make the assumption unconsciously that this person must be like me. And there's a connection, a trust. Why? Because people like people like themselves. It's also the foundation for prejudice, for racism, right? People like people like themselves. I mean, Joe Biden just announced uh, his candidacy for president. And now a woman, Miss Sanders, a black woman, uh, she's on CNN, she's now going to be one of his key consultants. But just three months ago, she said that a Democratic Party cannot have a white man leading it. There can no way be a white man running for president. Isn't that amazing? It doesn't matter the content of someone's character, like Dr. King said. I dream, I have a dream that one day, my four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That's what Dr. King said. And today, we could care less about the content of someone's character. What we care about is who they sleep with. We like booty guys because he's homosexual. We need to elect a homosexual. Or we like this person because they're black and we need to have a black person. Or we like this person because they're a woman and we need to have a woman. When did I thought Dr. King said we're supposed to judge people by the content of their character, not the stuff on the outside, but the stuff on the inside. And so that's why rapport works. It builds an unconscious connection. And we need to connect with people on their body language, their voice, and their words. And I teach that. But can I suggest that there's a far more important way to connect with them, and that's in their map of reality. That's in their worldview, to understand them. You don't have to agree with them. That's the key with rapport. You must meet the person in their internal model of the world as you match their external output. You don't have to agree with them. You just have to understand it. See, I'm a devout Christian. I eat the Word of God. I study it daily. But I also study the Quran. I also study uh, the, the Hebrew books. Why? So I can talk to everybody. I don't care what country you're from. I don't care what skin color you're from. So we need to be able to do those things and then also be able to reframe, to be able to give someone the benefit of the doubt. See, a reframe is to change the narrative, to shape anew, to form anew. We can reframe uh, our goals. We can reframe our life events, and we can reframe our statements. But all three of these things take you uh, deciding, that you decide that you want to connect with people, that you decide you want to think for yourself, that you decide you want to get along, that you decide that you're going to hold your tongue and seek first to understand and then be understood. That's why I do what I do. You know, ladies and gentlemen, one thing we got to realize is that we have a lot more control than other people give us credit for. We can control what's going on in our head. We can control what's going on in our heart. We can control our holding our tongue. We can control our perceptions and take a look at things from a different perspective. See, that's one of the things I want to do is I want to give people back control. I want to give people back their power. That's why I go back to this stimulus and response. Dr. Viktor Frankl said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. Let me help you give you back your power, your freedom, 
You have control of what's going on in your head and heart. It's time to get a pastor seat and get into the driver's seat. Go to likeitmatters.net and let me help you heal some of this racial divide. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens, to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities.